0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. I am Fred, along with uh, the world's worst sports handicapper, Mr. Mark Mancini. And he proved it again last week. Uh, I think he had the Rams against the Eagles. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Eagles did win by nine. And our uh, source, of course, uh, from Galaxy Sports. And uh, Let's start some uh, college football. We'll start with you, Art, college football. Oregon's at Washington, and really the big game uh, on Saturday, uh, certainly in the Pack 2 it's the big game. Uh, who do you like, Oregon and Washington? How many total points? You know,
2: Michael Penix Jr. is is for real, guys, and, yeah. and their defense looks good, and, and Kalen DeBoer, the coach of Washington, if you really want to see something that will blow your mind, look at his overall record as a head football coach. Um, Penix is number two right now. In Vegas for the Heisman, at uh, plus 260, Bo Nix is plus 600, so six to one. It's going to be a heck of a game up there. What a beautiful venue on the lake. You know, I I, I just I don't like laying the three and a half. I think that's a, a bit too much. But I think I think Washington will win the game. I would probably play them straight up on the money line and give a couple points up here and there. But I think that's going to be a great game. We also have another great game, and intersectional rivalry at USC, going into Notre Dame. And Notre Dame has a lot to play for because there was a lot of flack. You know, Marcus Freeman with two losses in a row. Sam Hartman throwing three interceptions. And USC comes out of this, you know, this schedule, which without playing many good teams, you got to give Arizona credit. They played them real tough last week. But that's going to be a darn good game. But I didn't think you'd see USC – who's been favored by 21 to 40 points in all their games, they're getting three points now. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, that's going to be the game. There are some good games in college football this weekend. I'm looking forward to
0: well, it. Well, not only that, I don't understand how USC keeps dropping in the standings and they're undefeated. Yeah. That's, why you need a, that's why you need a system of 12 teams because them top four teams are not going to want to play a Penn State, an Oregon, a Washington, a USC, or an Alabama It'll be just like the baseball postseason. Yes, Mark, yes, Mark, and, and you Mark, know what?
2: We're close to getting that, right, Fred? I mean, yeah. it should be next year. I heard
1: next year, twenty twenty-four. Mark, just like in baseball, where pitching is eighty percent of the game, defense wins in collegiate football.
2: National championships, yeah. it sure does.
1: And <laughs> Mister Mister Grinch at USC has not shown me much defense. In the last a couple of years. Arm tackling,
2: minutes. Fred. A lot of arm tackling, a lot of grab assing. You know, I mean, I know the rules well, have changed. Th- you can't square up and hit guys. Go ahead, yeah. Marky.
0: I think I think baseball to me growing up was 90% of the game. And a team that's very connected is a very dangerous connected team. And that's what you're starting to find out in these playoffs in baseball.
2: And it, it one thing in USC's defense, I will say, they have speed on that yeah. football team. And picking up that running back from uh, from uh, from South Carolina, he's a stud. And you know, it's just what it's going to come down to me is can SC stop the Notre Dame running attack? Because that running back from Notre Dame is, is got some power, and they got a big offensive line. And if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm running the ball until they stop me, and then play action and yeah. send somebody down the middle.
1: So um, how, many well, they, hold, uh, how many points will they uh, hold? How many points will USC hold the Irish? What do you think, Art?
2: I think it's going to be between 35 or 40. I'm seeing 45, <laughs> 42 either way. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. And that's why I don't think down the road, USC is not beating the Washingtons and the Oregons because oh. they're going to score 60 and 70 against the Trojans. They might not so even I'm not be try- Utah, I'm not to trying be honest tro- with you. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? what you, can I tell you something? There's a
2: team in the Pac-12 nobody's talking about, and
0: Oregon it's called State. the
2: UCLA Bruins. Oh. Yeah. Okay? If the UCLA Bruins... Play physically against Oregon State up at Parker Stadium this weekend and come out of there with a victory. Watch out because you're you're talking about a freshman quarterback who's gotten a lot of experience. He's made his share of mistakes, a couple of interceptions for six, but he's getting better every week. And they got a running game and they got a great, great defense. We're just talking about defense. They got a defense.
0: Well, not only USC's defense guys, their their offense can hang with anybody in the country and, and they, yeah. they pull out these wins. They they do enough to win. And a win is a win in my book. I think they're going to run the game. No, Caleb
2: Williams is for real. The, you, yeah. the, he is a multi-generational talent. There are some teams in the NFL, Fred, you know, this that are willing to go in the tank just to get a chance at him. And and I can see why, because he does have a lot of Mahomes kind of moves. He, he, the way he weaves in and out of the pocket, he can throw on the move. He can throw from down here. I mean, he's like Louis (laughs) Tion.
1: Yeah. And, of course, let's talk about UCLA's fifth-string quarterback in Chase Griffin. Many of you may not have heard of him. I'm not sure he's played. He's a senior. Uh, He's made hundreds of thousands of dollars in NIL, and he's got two degrees so far. He's working on his third degree. Art, NIL, got to go. Yeah.
2: You know, and and I have no problem with guys making a couple hundred thousand dollars. Cause their families need it, and, you know, uh, but I think you, you, when you get into the situation where guys are making five, six, $7 million a year playing college football, and then the offensive tackles making 20, we've talked about this, Fred, you know, I, I say, you know, and, and I, part of me likes this part of me, doesn't, yeah, the quarterback should probably have a little bit more, a lot of, a lot of responsibility on him but i would like to see him put it all together and, and kind of make sure everybody on the team gets a little something something i don't know if how it's done right now it seems to be very far from transparent how they're building these things together and the alumni groups come together to raise money and and you know the, you know Bison robinson at texas last year i guess he had he had his own uh, like for uh, like maserati or or lamborghini dealership deal and he had some special Chicken or something, Bijan. I mean, he he was just making great money. And, you know, I just don't know anymore.
1: I'd split it uh, 85 ways. I'd be okay with that. Um, all right, Mark. In baseball, Braves go down. Dodgers go down. Orioles go down. Why, Mark? Well, there's a
0: psychological thing here. 900 runs scored during the year for the Dodgers. 100 win in <laughs> seasons. Total domination of the last two teams they How about that week off, Mark? That week off of not playing baseball. uh, Here's the thing. The familiarity of dominating the team during the regular season, having that same team knocking in the playoffs and then coming back the next year and dominating them in the regular season, that has to fall on somebody. And the D-backs and the, the Padres have swept the gamut here. Uh, and I've told you guys this before. These teams that are playing in August, you got to watch out for them. They're, they're, they're coming in hot. We saw this in 2019 with the Washington Nationals. We're seeing this with the Diamondbacks. I think being
2: Phillies. in a pennant race at the end
0: and really having to play all the way through the season, well, here's the thing: it, it keeps you fresh. Well, I Ari, think when you... Go ahead. Here, here's, the, here's the problem here. If you're winning 100 uh, games in a season and you have five days off – I'm getting everybody's rear end at Dodger stadium and practicing those five days instead of sitting home. And with Cabana, yeah, you got to bring and, your triple uh, A pitchers up
2: and, ha- and have, you know, uh, inner squad games. you got to play, you know, I, I, th- I think it's like the old days of the NFL when those teams would get that, that, that two, the two teams would get the buys and then half the time they would come out flat in that divisional playoff well, game. The
0: Astros, the Astros got the same memo when they're, they're winning. I mean, Baltimore but they had to fight all the way care. to the end. They
2: Baltimore. they were fighting all the way to the end against the Seattle Mariners and the
1: Texas okay, Rangers. So, so 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 okay they want to play the two out of three to make some money in the first round. <laughs> but what if they what if they did this? A one game playoff for the for the wild card, just one game. And then you they did you that play, and then you then you play the division championship the next for- game. And you'd play, like you play, you play four out of seven. Right. So you'd make up the well, money that you blew well, on getting rid of the two out of three. Well, Mark, you know, Fred, our, Fred our, we're playing
2: 162 games, and then we're going to micro it all down to five games. And if you lose game one as a home team, all of a sudden you realize, wow, not only do we have to win game two, but well, if we lose well, game two, we're done.
0: Well, but, and but they Fred, even asked, you're, you're they asked like Dave Roberts Dodgers. about it. Yeah. You're a lifelong. When they got Dodger swept, fan. he said, "Well, we
2: were, we're if, even in a yeah. four-game
0: series; we'd be down three games to none." But, but, but here's the deal, Fred. You're a lifelong Dodger fan. How do you explain a team that scored 900 runs back to back, three three straight years with 100 wins, and their two top hitters go one for 21? How do you Zach, go cold? How about bowling?
1: if I it, well, say it's first it's, first it's two good go pitchers, stale.
2: one
0: named
1: Zach Yolland? <laughs> you go, you go stale. You don't play for five days and you're down nine to one and four to nothing. I'm sorry. And you got to say Mike Hayes did a good job. He he went out and got the
2: reliever from Seattle. Okay. He went out and got another starter when they needed one. I think he's he's the executive of the year for the moves he made to take that roster, which only two years ago, they were as bad as the Rockies. Okay. And all of a sudden we're all talking about Baltimore. Well, look at the transition that Arizona made. If you go down that lineup from stem to stern, there's a lot of numbers in there that will blow your mind. And this Carol Corbin is for real. He's a pepper oh. pot.
1: I no, mean, he he's can great. play for
2: my baseball team any time.
1: Stole 55 bases. Uh, you know, we're talking about the Dodgers. Braves went 104. Now, my opinion, yes, stale. Also, Max Freed was not 100%. Yeah, they, lost their, they lost their third pitcher. And they had to go to Elder, who's sort of like one of the Dodger rookie oh. pitchers. He just wasn't there. The timing was A lot of potential.
2: Up. Yeah, you're right.
0: The well, here, here's the problem, up. Fred and Orte. If you shoot your wad in July, why is it the Phillies problem or some of these teams? Why don't we look at inexperience here? The Dodgers had one guy, and that one guy can't even get through a postseason. He's a different guy. Can in the, I tell you something, The, Mark, the Phillies actually feel here.
2: like they should have won the World Series last year. So you know. Okay? So this Philly team plays really well in October.
0: Well, they're connected.
2: They are. I mean, Bryce Harper is Mr. October right now. The guy just lights up the place. The ball he hit in the upper deck at Citizens Park, I've been in that ballpark. And let me tell you something. uh, Other than Schwarber, very few people have reached the upper climbs of that up. Well,
0: not only that. That was a shot. In all my years of watching baseball, Pete Rose played the game like that. Kirk Gibson played the game like that. And now you got Bryce Harper playing the game like that. It's contagious.
1: And uh, how do you think the Dodgers feel about Trey Turner and Corey Seager (laughs) Uh, moving forward? Art, what do you think?
2: They had awfully good shortstops there for a while. And I believe they won a world championship. Seager's going to be
0: the MVP.
2: Exactly. A switch hitting shortstop who didn't want to play third base. Well, leave him at shortstop and pay him. The guy's going to be, he's going to go down as a Hall of Fame Ask Bruce Bochy what he thinks of uh, of Seeger. Yeah, that was, you know that, what? You this go. could
0: go down is the this could go down like the Pedro Martinez for Delino DeShields thing.
1: There you go. And with that, that's uh, the end of uh, this one of uh, Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Also heard on Pod Clips. Mario, thank you very much. Art, thank you. Mark, I'm Fred, and we'll see you soon for more of Pod Clips Believe. And around the corner, folks, we promise you that. Thank you very much.